to Very Amusing, your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Wiesel, and I am still riding high from my trip to Nashville this past weekend. I went for a friend's son's bar mitzvah, which was wonderful, but as I said on Instagram, I took in the sights, the sights being Gaylord Opryland Resort. I saw some other stuff, but like, we gotta talk about Gaylord Opryland Resort. I am so obsessed with these freaky little hotels. The Gaylord brand has five of these behemoths. They're gigantic, with a sixth on the way in San Diego, I discovered, coming in 2025. And they're basically often distinguished between other hotels by their big, huge, huge, huge glass atrium centers. Like, huge. I love that weird, bizarro, indoor mall kind of feeling. The feeling that you get kind of when you're in <laughs> you're in the middle of Orlando International Airport, that indoor hotel vibe. Water features in a temperature-controlled environment, but especially when they mimic nature, with restaurants around them, is heaven. And that is what this place is offering. I did not stay there. I've been obsessed with these hotels for years from afar because they have, and again, this is not a Gaylord ad, but they have the wildest on-property water parks and gardens and fountains and this thing in the winter called ice. And they have like sculptures and tubing and other stuff, which I have not done, but I've written about before. But I have always wanted to go to this one in particular, which is in Nashville, because they have a boat ride inside the hotel. You're fully on a boat, the Delta River boat, to be accurate. And in this boat with, oh my gosh, there were maybe... 14 people in it. It was it was packed. Kind of like a jungle cruise style boat. You wind through this waterway in their four and a half acre indoor garden or on this unexpected special Christmas time journey, listening to a pre-recorded track of 12 Days of Christmas that played off different sites along the way. Did I spend $21 to take my small daughter on this painfully slow moving boat ride through what is essentially a hotel lobby? You know I did. And it was one of the highlights of the trip. A low light though was paying $43 for parking, something I was incensed by until my husband in the passenger seat exclaimed, you can't negotiate parking, which, you know, I can't argue with him there. You really can't. I did try because there was a person at the checkout or at the, t- at the thing you put your, the thing you put your ticket, ticket in, a checkout. I don't know what you call that in a parking lot, but still, uh, did not love, left a bad taste in my mouth to spend that much, but ultimately worth it because I finally got to see these places in real life. And I <laughs> I was so excited. There are multiple lobbies. They are incredible. Okay, side note, I even spotted this conference room that was on top of the fake New Orleans street of stores across from a Cinnabon. What I would give to be in that meeting. Honestly, I, I don't want to work for a corporation, but if it would bring me there where I could take a little snack break at a Cinnabon and then go right back up to the themed meeting room, I might do it. I might get that 401k. You never know. I might do it. And if you have been, this is not a Gaylord episode, but maybe it should be. But if you have been to the one in Kissimmee, Florida, the one in the Orlando area, I've been meaning to go forever. If you've been and I need to go, let me know. Opryland was number one on my list because of said boat ride. But if I should go to this, let me know and I will kick my butt into high gear. Anyway, Gaylord Opryland aside, we are moving into the first of two jam-packed travel advice episodes. I'm not even going to call this a Churros Hotline episode because we have gotten so many good calls in truly the past three weeks that post such good questions that we can all benefit from that I'm breaking it into two weeks. Even my mom, by the way, not knowing any of this, happened to take over the voicemail at the end and give trip planning advice. So we're just oozing with advice that we got to give you. Today, we will be chatting about Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World in this episode, answering your inquiries and providing guidance about group trips and family trips and friend trips and more. And next week, Thanksgiving week, we will be doing an episode with your international travel questions. 
So, if you have been anxiously awaiting more travel guides, people have called about that specifically, I hear you, I see you, I got you, or you just want to hear me say nice things about Disneyland Paris, which will be happening, mark my words, we will say nice things about the food at Disneyland Paris. Yeah, you got to check it out next week. Be sure to tune in. And remember, we are a family-friendly-ish podcast, so you can play this in the car and keep up to date on your pods during a holiday week without your sibling yelling at you for scarring your niece for life. We are a safe zone here, and we got you. So, on this two-week journey, we are going to travel around the world starting in my home state of California. And there is so much to come, so much advice, so much good guidance that I'm not even going to blab anymore. I'm going to turn it over to the ad break, and then we are going deep into your questions about travel guidance and advice and vacation, because I love talking about vacation. Okay, see you on the other side. Bye! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, Carly. My name is Eric. I live in Rhode Island. Um, and I'm curious if you or anyone that you may know have ever done the Adventures by Disney to Disneyland. Um, I saw that they have both kind of like a shorter version and then a longer version. Personally, I'm interested in doing the longer version because it includes, you know, the Jim Henson Studio Tour, the Tam O'Shanters, um, the Walt Disney Imagineering Tour, as well as Park Days with tours and yada, yada, yada. I've only ever been to Disney World, um, but I'm a complete parks fanatic. I can, I already know everything about Disneyland, so I'm really excited to be able to go for my first time. Uh, my biggest concern, A, is the price, and B, just being able to have the amount of time to do um, you know, the things that I would want to do and really see and take it all in. Um, it does come with a four-day park ticket, um, so something that you would recommend or you know someone who's done it and would recommend. And, yeah, thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Eric. The answer is yes, I have indeed done the Adventures by Disney Disneyland trip. I did the shorter one that you mentioned. I believe the official name is something like the Disneyland Resort and Southern California Escape. But it hit all the high points of the main trip, in my opinion. We did the Walt Disney Studios tour. We went to Tam O'Shanter, but especially the Walt Disney Imagineering tour, which is something you really, really, really cannot do outside of something like this, where... Back in 2018, when I did this tour, I saw a model of the coaster that is opening next week at Hong Kong Disneyland. That is the type of glimpse that you will get at stuff specifically on that Imagineering tour. I wrote about the experience for Bloomberg. I'll put the link in the show notes. You might have to pay to see it. If you really want to see it, text me at 747Churros and we'll figure it out, sidebar. But there's a reason that that story was called How to Get a Sneak Peek at Future Parks Attractions. And it's because specifically of that Imagineering Tour and a secondary element at Disneyland Resort. 
For my trip, we stayed at Disneyland. We stayed at the Grand Californian and drove into Los Angeles for all of this stuff. So it was a long day, but it was worth it. However, the Disneyland Resort part had special backstage access that I have never gotten otherwise and probably won't again. We went backstage on Indiana Jones Adventure and Radiator Springs Racers to see how the ride vehicles work up close in this very cool behind-the-scenes experience. But I don't see that listed in the breakdown online for the shorter version of the trip. It's possible that may only be in the longer experience now, but if that is a deal breaker, again, hit me up on the Tro's hotline and I will look into it. The longer Hollywood and Disneyland tour is six days. The SoCal Escape is four, and it really gives you a more robust look at Disneyland Resort. If this isn't your first trip to Los Angeles, staying in the heart of Hollywood and seeing the Walk of Fame might not be that exciting to you. The Henson tour is so tempting. Oh my gosh. And it sounds like that is kind of one of the highlights for you. So I would maybe book it just for that. But you will have more juice to squeeze out of the Disneyland Resort portion if you do the longer one. What I think it comes down to is your timing. One thing I noticed while looking into this is that the February 18th, 2024 date on this longer six-day trip is $600 cheaper. Oh, I'm sorry, over $600 cheaper than the regular rate. And it's only about that much more than the shorter weekend getaway. For two extra nights, much more time in the parks, and that exclusive look at Henson, if you're deciding between the two and you can swing that date, I would do that because you'll save a little money and still get to do everything. If you have any other ABD questions, let me know. I have been on multiple trips around the globe. I think it's a really great offering and it I think is worth the price because they do such a good job. I hope you book it. And if you go, give me a call. Let me know what you think. If you go to Henson, send me pics. Hi, Carly. It's Sylvia from Seattle, Washington. It's like my fifth time calling. I work long hours by myself, so sometimes it's just nice to talk to someone even through this voicemail. My question for you, Carly, is um, I know you have an electrical vehicle, and in Washington I have an electrical vehicle. So I'm curious, what is the charging situation at Disneyland Resort? Do they have some at the hotels? Do they have some in the garages? Um, I think I saw you have some kind of conundrum with the chargers, so I'm just curious what you do when you head out to the park. Thanks, Carly. See ya. Yes, I have an electric car, and I have charged it successfully at Disneyland Resort. I've also not been able to charge it at Disneyland Resort and had to fully pull up to an electric charger in Anaheim with seven miles left to my name. I have experienced the full spectrum of charging an electrical vehicle at Disneyland Resort. Now, charging while at Disneyland does present a pretty unique issue because by the nature of a theme park resort, people will arrive, plug in, and be parked for a long time while at the parks. So more often than not, their cars will be sitting at the chargers for most of the day, even if they're fully charged and won't be moved. I do have two tips for you, though, if you're planning to bring an electric vehicle and need to charge it while you're there. One, Download the ChargePoint app in advance of your visit. They're a third-party company that, if you have an electric vehicle, you're probably familiar with, and they operate the charging stations at the main parking lots. If you download the app, though, you can check the availability in advance, which makes it much easier to determine your game plan. And if you really, really need a charger while there, which I did and (laughs) foolishly messed up on, arrive early or 
arrive late when people may have left and chargers will again be available. My second piece of advice is that I would park at Toy Story Parking instead of Mickey and Friends. I often have enough charge to get to the parks, but then find myself in a pickle when I don't have enough to get back home. And I asked when I pulled into Mickey and Friends on my last visit if I could move my car later, you know, before I left and just drive to wherever the chargers are within the lot. And they said I would have to completely exit and re-enter Mickey and Friends, which I don't really think is the case in a flat parking lot like Toy Story Parking. When I charged there, it was just one of the rows had chargers next to one of them that didn't. So I think that is your best bet if you do need to charge before you leave, if you can make it all the way there. I hope that helps and best of luck getting to Disneyland Resort and have a great trip. Hey Carly, this is Taylor. I live in Denver, Colorado and I'm coming to Los Angeles for a trip to Disneyland and Universal Studios Hollywood in about a month and a half. I am really interested in trying those frozen Dole Whip treats that you were talking about recently, and I was wondering what local L.A. grocery store chains I might be able to find them at. Thanks so much for your show. Love it. And looking forward to trying some Dole Whips. Bye. Okay. So I struggled myself to find the at-home Dole Whip. Um, what, God, what do they call it? Uh, Dole Whip frozen treat? Dole Whip Frozen Fruit Treat. I think it's Dole Whip Frozen Treat is what they officially call it, but it's made from all fruit. It's great. <laughs> I, I love it. It's, it doesn't taste exactly like Dole Whip, but it's a great substitute. It's all of its fruit. It's made from fruit. Anyway, not, not to hype this product more anymore, but I struggled myself to find it in Los Angeles. However, after texting back and forth with this caller on the Turtles Hotline, I was able to suss out that there is now a zip code finder on the Dole website, so you can very easily see if it is sold near you, which is a triumph because that was not the case when this product launched. I will include that in the show notes, but I mean, full disclosure, FYI, whatever, whatever, I did partner with them for the launch, but that was it. I have not spoken with Dole since then, and I have been out here trying to find this product on my own since <laughs> because I want it so badly. And I did not know until this week that they are fully sold at a grocery store one and a half miles away from me. Had absolutely no clue. So now I can go get them today or tomorrow. I mean, well... Technically, my freezer is full of Gideon's cookies and homemade baby food, but soon it's also there's a lot of ice cream for Morty in there. I don't want to talk about it. He needs an ice cream while we eat dinner. It's listen, it's it's a dollar fifty expense. We gotta do it to be able to eat dinner in peace. But anyway, I can once we clear out some of that stuff, can maybe get the frozen. I'm gonna have to do it today. I'm gonna have to do it today. They're so delicious. Okay, I might go do it right now. Anyway, you can too. Just type in your zip code. I will put the link in the show notes. And you can finally get this Dole Whip food at home. Fruit, food, frozen treat, whatever it's called. It's delicious. Uh, get the mango, get the pineapple, don't get the strawberry. Enjoy. Thanks for calling. Anyone who's uttered the words Genie Plus knows firsthand that vacations require time, money, planning, energy. And if you put all that effort into enjoying your trip already, why not extend the highlights of that getaway into your everyday with FrameBridge? Put that vintage Epcot ticket up in your office and give it a little personality. Surprise your kid with their favorite character's autograph immortalized on the wall of their room. FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to custom frame any photo, park map, or even cocktail napkin from a theme park hotel bar in just minutes. You can mock up exactly what it'll look like on their website before you even spend a dime. Things ship fast and they ship for free, and their colorful custom framing means they'll not only help you plan your gallery wall, but make sure your place looks cooler than the interiors of that mid-century modern home within Spaceship Earth. 
I love the mementos I framed with Framebridge so much that I rearranged my entire office so I can enjoy them daily. This is not a bit. This is this is true life. They're the backdrop to my podcast Zoom interviews, my Instagram stories, and even the goofy photos we take of Pearl tip-tapping away at my keyboard like she's a miniature employee. Too often, our favorite memories of a vacation are tucked inside our phone or shoved within a drawer, and it thrills me to no end that because of Framebridge, I can finally be surrounded by my memories. Framebridge makes custom framing easy, affordable, and enjoyable. And on top of that, their happiness guarantee ensures that no matter what, you'll wind up with something you love. To get started, head to framebridge.com, because your precious travel memories shouldn't have to stay in the past. That's framebridge.com. Hi, Carly. This is Eileen from Stratford, Connecticut. I was uh, first introduced to you when you were a guest on another theme park podcast and were passionately defending living with the land. So, of course, I was immediately hooked and have been listening to you very amusing ever since. My question for you is about um, upcoming holiday overlays in Disney World and specifically for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. My boyfriend and I visited Disney World around Thanksgiving last year. It was our first opportunity to ride Cosmic Rewind. We loved it. I think we rode it at least three times, um, but it was the festival of the holidays, so each ride we heard that special holiday remix, remix that they had last year. Um, we're going back around Thanksgiving again this year, and I haven't been able to find any info online about whether they're doing that holiday remix again. If they are, we're going to try to arrange our park days so we can go to Epcot before the festival starts and hear the typical songs for that ride. But I haven't been able to figure out whether this is something I really need to be stressing over or whether that overlay has just been nixed this year. I'd love to hear any insight you have on this and maybe any other tips or tricks for lesser-known holiday magic at Disney at this time of year. I'm hoping that the Living with the Land overlay is back uh, because we really loved that one. Thanks so much for your time and expertise. Hi, Eileen! <laughs> yes, I, I see that you listen to me yap about Living with the Land on Podcast the Ride. And you know what? I have a lot of feelings about that ride. Extremely positive, And I am glad you feel the same way. We welcome you here to our little shared landscape of exasperated theme park feelings about slow boat rides. I thought for a moment I was getting to this call a smidge late because it's basically mid-November and the holiday season is well underway. But surprise, I am not too late and I can thankfully solve this problem for you before your trip. We have some confirmation that Living with the Land will have a holiday overlay and it doesn't begin until later this month. From November 24th to December 30th of this year, Living with the Land will become Living with the Land Glimmering Greenhouses. This is a version they did last year as well. You can see videos of it on YouTube. It's a fun, colorful holiday overlay to anyone who is not familiar to a ride we know and love. Because it is filled with lights, by the way, anyone who's first time is on this ride, I recommend going on when the sun goes down for obvious reasons. Just mind the closing time of the attraction in case it closes early. As for Journey into Imagination with Figment, our favorite dragon donned his holiday sweater in the ride last year around that same time. So I would gamble that on November 24th, when Living with the Land switches over, we may also likely probably will see him in his little look. Which brings me to another point, which I didn't expect to discuss today, but I hope 
I deeply, deeply hope that someone, someone at Disney Parks planned in advance, planned ahead, and got one for the Figment meet and greet character. Because can you imagine Figment in the holiday sweater, full size for family photos? That would be the most popular attraction that I've got. So fingers crossed that next week we will see that happen. Oh, I hope and pray. As for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the TLDR, I got you covered. You're good. Don't worry. But the long version is I reached out to Disney and was given an official statement, which I will read to you now. Since our fans love discovering which iconic 80s song will be their soundtrack to Saving the Galaxy, the holiday remix will not be returning this season. This year, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will continue blasting off to the guest favorite tunes of the awesome mix. So Loki, no holiday version! You get to go on the regular ride with the random mix of six songs as it exists year-round. I am very in favor of this choice. This coaster is still so in demand because it is incredibly good that I support the decision to keep it in its perfect, normal, non-holiday form. Because then we get in these situations where you're stressed about going on the ride as is instead of going on this special holiday soundtrack. It's so good. I mean, its regular version is still exciting, so I'm happy they're keeping it that way. As for holiday magic around Walt Disney World, you will never miss by checking out the hotel displays. Truly, any hotel will give you a dose of holiday joy. There is just a demented amount of gingerbread. Maybe not for eating, just for fun, just for pure joy, for aesthetic, for your eyeballs to enjoy instead of your mouth. People talk a lot about decor at the monorail hotels, which obviously is incredible, but everywhere has good stuff, especially the hotels by Epcot, which are kind of a second string holiday offering. Not in terms of what they offer, but people don't talk about them as much, and those who know know that they are great. So consider while you're at Epcot, while you're on this day, while you're riding Guardians of the Galaxy, the normal version with the awesome mix, exiting out of International Gateway in the World Showcase portion of the park and walk towards those hotels to check out their holiday decor. Beach Club has a moving carousel made from gingerbread. Again, wow. Boardwalk has a mini boardwalk made from gingerbread. And Yacht Club has what is new this year, a lighthouse made of gingerbread, which I'm going to have to see the next time I'm there during the holidays. It is so good. It is so good. And I hope you have the best time. I hope you get your eyes on some gingerbread. I hope you get some gingerbread also in your mouth. I think some of the locations sell it. I don't know if Yacht does, but I'm 99.99% sure Beach and Boardwalk do this year. And I hope you get whichever song you're hoping for on Guardians. I like Conga, but they're all great. Have so much fun. Hey, Carly. My name's Hannah. My husband and I found your article, social media, all the things in 2019, and we just haven't left. We go to Disney every other year and are bringing two families from our neighborhood this January 2024. What are some tips for linking reservations, eating together, and navigating rides as a group? Thanks so much and can't wait to hear from you real soon. P.S. You're a great mom. Hi! Oh, oh my gosh. It is so exciting that you're going with families from home. That's so nice that you'll have a big group to share memories with while at Walt Disney World, while also having your family there. That's great. That's great. That's great. Anyway, to get to get into the planning of it all. In a technical sense, all you'll really have to do is link everyone's accounts and your friends and family on My Disney Experience. Do this way before you leave and confirm that you're all linked up in the app well before the first morning of your trip. That way, you'll be able to book Genie Plus and other experiences together more easily. But there is so much more nuance than that when it comes to linking your trips. A lot of it with three different families, which is what it sounds like, will be managing expectations. Are you all starting the day together or are you beginning with your individual families? Are you on your own for lunch? 
are one of the parents kind of slow or one of the kids really interested in a certain character and you're already stressed because they won't be speed walking through the gates of Animal Kingdom like you intend to, having a loose plan for when you're together and when you're apart will help solve some of these pinch points and will really assist you when it comes to juggling things like ride return times, but also for meals, activities, and in general, so that no one in any family or no individual ever feels like they're sacrificing their trip to meet the pace or interests of another. Because it's not just having everyone meet in the lobby at 7.45 a.m. or grabbing lunch at Pico Spills. If you or some of you are using Genie Plus, which you probably will, grabbing individual lightning lanes or even just booking a virtual queue return time to ride together on Tron, you'll want to have a plan in advance, especially when it comes to spending money on one person's credit card. Also, do note that you can book a maximum of 12 people at a time for those experiences. So... I, I hope I hope that works okay with your group and you're not at 13 and have to deal with that. If that was my situation, then I would have someone else in my family, if possible, be the secondary point person. And I would try to book things together because you're always together. So you would be able to try to book and coordinate times overlapping so everyone can ride together. Uh, but fingers crossed, fingers crossed, you are a group of 12. Also, what a glorious sign off. Thank you so much for the praise. Uh, I never understood before I had a kid people being like, mama, you got this or like buying things that are like, great job, mama. Uh, I thought it was very strange. And now that I'm in it, just any praise is gratefully appreciated. When you're on like four hours of sleep every night forever, you just, you know, a little praise is nice. And I send it right back to you. Um, if I, I think you are a uh, mom, I think that yeah, right back to you. I'm going to just lob it your way. Also, I hope you have an exceptional trip. Um, hit me up if you have any other questions and have so much fun. Have so much fun. You guys all get to go together. That's so exciting. Oh, have the best time. Hi, this is Beth. You actually answered my question a few weeks ago for what to do with a young teen. Um, she was super excited about those ideas. So We'll let you know how they go when we go, but she was really excited. Another question I have is I have a group of girlfriends that love to do girls' trips, and Disney would be a super difficult sale to them. Um, they are pretty hesitant because they are very well-traveled. They like a nice hotel. The idea of something so kitschy is, I think, kind of grating to them. But one of our friends works for ABC, so she gets lots of discounts, and um, I told them I would work hard to pick them on the idea. So my question to you is, where would you recommend um, for a girl's trip for people who are already reluctant to, like, really dive into Disney? Um, initially, I was thinking the Four Seasons, something like that in Orlando, but I think with um, our friend's discount, probably something on property might be actually a better idea, and wanted to see your thoughts on that. We are uh, late 30s, but I'm thinking Epcot is going to be – pretty much the thing we do mixed with a lot of pool time and maybe some shopping and lots of good restaurants. All right. Thank you. All right. Not to toot my own horn, but as someone who dragged my own unwilling friends to Walt Disney World because it was my bachelorette trip, I am the right person to pose this question because it might be a tough sell to get them to spend their actual vacation time at the resort. When it's a bachelorette, you know, there's a point person, there's a reason you kind of got to suck it up and do it. But if everyone is deciding equally what to do, pushing for Disney World is a little tricky. But but we're going to do our best. And I think I have just the sell for you. 
So as you mentioned, Four Seasons Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort, the official name, <laughs> I gotta, gotta say it once, gotta be a reporter even though I'm talking out loud, is definitely the most vacation vibe you're going to find, simply because it is an exceptional hotel. It is wonderful. It's just one of the best. It's just one of the best. It's truly one of the best. It is wonderful. It is one of my favorite hotels in the world. There are, of course, lesser priced options out there like the JW Marriott and other more luxury leaning brands. But if you happen to have this access to a discount for staying on property at Walt Disney World, I would definitely use that. But then book a spa day at Four Seasons Resort Orlando. It'll be a bit of a splurge, like it's a nice massage, a nice facial, et cetera, et cetera. But the spa's amazing, of course, because of course it is. But if you have a spa appointment, you can get access to their adult-only Oasis pool, which is the pool I mostly use as an adult when I stay there. Sidebar, to do so, you do have to prepay at the spa prior to using it, which, duh, but if you're getting a treatment anyway, you're going to pay for it, so it's totally fine. Uh, When I stayed last year, I used the pool during the day. I didn't do a full park day. And no one was at the pool because they were at the parks. So your group can truly have a full day of serenity to break up all of the theme parky things that you will be obviously dragging them to. And this way, if there's a spa day in the middle, you can drag them through Epcot for 12 hours and be like, tomorrow we'll rest. And then you'll rest in the pool. And then the next day you can do it all over again. When it comes to booking a room, I am going to absolutely push you towards a Disney Vacation Club style room. They have multiple bedrooms, a kitchen in the middle, there's a little hangout spot. It's really the best way to feel like you have an Airbnb while being at Disney World and without playing that cleaning fee nonsense. You'll be in the Disney bubble and you'll have space to move around. We will be diving more into these DVC offerings in the future, so if your trip is far off, stay tuned for that. But you can, in fact, book them directly through Disney, so you can get that discount that you have. DVC is kind of, for lack of a better term, their in-house version of a timeshare, but there are quote-unquote cash rooms, which is what they're called, that you just book generally. And with that discount, if you can bring that price down to those, because they, you know, they're bigger rooms, so they cost more, splitting it among your friends... It's kind of the ticket. You're kind of going to have a great time. I hope you have so much fun. Uh, I hope you find the right room. I hope you have a great time at Four Seasons. Truly, like, I think I got, like, chips and guacamole and a margarita by the pool. It was wonderful. Um, It was a a non-alcoholic margarita. Like, like exactly. When you think of the perfect frozen non-alcoholic margarita, that's what I had there. It was great. I hope you have so much fun. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. And thank you for calling. Thank you all so much for listening, and I apologize if I sound a teeny tiny bit hoarse. I think I had too much fun at the bar mitzvah this weekend that I went to in Nashville, and I yelled over the bar mitzvah music, and now I I just don't sound the same. (laughs) I had too much fun at a bar mitzvah. Are you surprised? The food was so good. There's there's never great food at a bar mitzvah. I had three pieces of salmon. I was so hungry, and it was delicious. And the kids, the kids area had fried rice. Anyway, this is not, we don't discuss stuff like this in the outro, but I just had to tell you. I just had to address it. Anyway, wow, I cannot stay focused. You can rate, review, and follow Very Amusing on Apple Podcasts and rate and follow us on Spotify. If you've done it before, we thank you. If you haven't done it, aren't you tired of me saying that already? I really appreciate it. Every single one matters. Every single one counts. And every single one helps us find new listeners, more people who can hang out with us in this fun little audio space. 
You can give us a call at 747churros. You can send us a voice note or you can email it to 747churros at gmail.com. Believe it or not, even between this week and next week, we have so many other wonderful questions that we'll be getting to in the upcoming episodes. So never, never stop, never stop stopping. Keep sending them in, keep sending them in. And even if yours is a couple months ago, there are some that are older that are slated for episodes later this year and early next year. So don't worry. Don't worry, your your call could still be played. Um, your questions could be answered. And if I can't get to it, I do try to text you so that I can try to solve any problems. So it's nice. It's like a it's like a hotline, but delayed. So like an email inbox, but also there's a call. So I guess it's none of it's just the truth hotline. That's what we're gonna say. It's like customer service if the customer service was sometimes slow, sometimes immediate. You know, yeah, you get what you get on the truth hotline. We do our best. You can buy very amusing merchandise at very-amusing.com. You can follow me at Carly Wiesel on all the internet stuff, and you can join the Fomaly at facebook.com slash groups slash Carly Wiesel. This episode was edited victoriously by Jeff Fox. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Hey, sweetheart, it's mom. This was such a fun episode. I remember Arthur, Arthur Levine, right? I remember him a couple of times. He met Dolly Parton. That is so crazy amazing. I love her. That would have been the biggest highlight for me. All right, to the ride. I know that uh, you would love this lightning rod poster. Not me. Quadruple dips for me. I can barely get through pirate ride at, at the Magic Kingdom. No way. The firefighter ride sounds pretty cool. The Harvest Festival with 12,000 pumpkins sounds great. And the lights, 6 million lights, that would be so great at night. So, But the highlight is Dolly Parton's family. Oh, my God. Cousins, play. I would have such a ball. We would be cracking up. All right, cinnamon bread. People walking around with cinnamon bread, eating a loaf of bread. This place is for me. All right. Now to the other best part of the, of the show. Danielle and her mom. I am so excited. She knows everybody's name. And Morty, I love this girl. She's going with her mom for her 60th. We did the same exact thing. I loved that. I am so excited about this call. Okay. And yes, I'm going to go over three minutes. That's a given. But her going with her mom and wanting to know our opinions is just so, so sweet. All right. First off, character breakfast. This was such a plus for me. The waffles are great. The items to choose from, there's many, and you get like you get to meet like I think five or more maybe characters and take pictures, and it's so great because they don't just walk around the room; they stop at every single table and give you a minute here and there. So take pictures; they're so funny. We have like the best pictures from there. So be camera ready. All right, meeting characters inside is great, but also not just pictures; film them. The pictures are great to have, but filming each other or asking a staff member to film, you both will be having so much fun. You don't realize as you're with Mickey that you'll be dancing and you'll be doing things, and you can't capture that just on a picture. But mom will love it. So you can make her a little video from your phone. She would love that. Or mom can take all her pictures from your trip and make an album like I did. I really want to know part of that. But I have, like, the best album of us doing everything. It's so much fun. As far as the rides go, yes, it did scream on seven dwarves. You know what? Those turns and those whips were fierce. I was dying. I don't like fast rides. And little kids were laughing at me, and Carly was hysterical. It was a great memory for Carly to scare me. It was great. I'm not kidding. Every ride 
takes pictures or some of the rides that take pictures. Um, we see now when we look back, Carly is laughing and my mouth is wide open screaming, but it's a great memory every time. Fireworks are the best part of the day and being with your mom, watching her smile ear to ear is so nice. Go on the monorail afterwards. Go to the Polynesian and... Okay, I was completely cut off. Phone got disconnected. I'm coming back. I got more. I'm not done. I'm sorry, Carly. Okay. Go on the monorail to the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian, have a drink, have some coffee. It's great bonding just to sit there with mom and relax and talk about everything you did during the day. It's so great. Um, if there is a ride that mom doesn't want to go on, have mom shop at the stores by the ride. Mom will love that. There's no one there to say you don't need it. She can shop freely and buy whatever she wants. It's so good. Have a great dinner. You might want to go to Disney Springs. I love going to Wine Bar George. It's so great there. It's guaranteed a lovely, fun evening. You can ask for the owner, George, if he's there. He'll come by and say hi, and I loved that the first time I went there. I can go on and on, but I might be fired. So I hope you and your mom have the best time ever, and I just want to say this. If mom gets on your nerves, I definitely get on Carly's nerves. Remember to ignore it. Let it go. It'll. Let me just leave you with this. I wanted to take a picture at the purple wall, and Carly didn't, and I was so annoying that we took a picture and if you passed by you can hear Carly saying I don't want to do this I don't want to take this picture and guess what a very amusing listener saw this and went on very amusing to say she wanted to say hi to Carly but she couldn't because she was yelling at her mom <laughs> so payback Danielle have a wonderful time with your mom please call in and let us know I would love to talk to you all right sweetie have fun bye